Costa Rica is known for its coffee. Wow, it's so good here. Known as the first country in Central America to produce coffee for commercial purposes, Costa Rica has seen incredible success within its coffee industry. In fact, coffee's success has boosted the economy so much that the coffee industry is being outrun by other industries, and many farmers are giving up coffee growing for greener pastures. To see how the modern Costa Rica coffee industry reached this ironic stage, let's take a quick walk through the nation's history. We'll then take a look at how coffee is grown in the country, as well as what coffee tends to taste like here. The actual history of coffee in Costa Rica is an incredible one. Everything happened so quickly. Well, in 1779, coffee plants were first brought to Costa Rica from Cuba. With commercial production launching for the first time, about 30 years later in 1808, the first exports took place in 1820, just one year before the Central American countries declared joint independence from Spain. The rapid growth of the industry in the 1800s was totally due to government incentives and the hope of a more autonomous, less eurocentric, eurocentric, I should say, economy. And it worked. Exports were sent all over the Americas, finally reaching Britain in 1843, and the United States 17 years later in 1860. The income from coffee brought modernization to the country, then a part of the Federal Republic of Central America. Railroads were created, roads in rural areas were improved, and cultural centers in the capital, San Jose, were raised. Including the famous Teatro Nacional or the National Theater, right in downtown San Jose. Be sure to Google that, and when you get to San Jose on a vacation, be sure to stop there. It's beautiful. In the midst of this rapid success, the world's coffee industry was changing. New players were entering the coffee economy. Disease would find its way to Central America, and world wars would change the way people purchased coffee. By 1900, Brazil was making waves in the coffee industry as well, causing frequent price fluctuations for Costa Rican farmers. The country's neighbors, especially Honduras and Guatemala, were also becoming big players on the world coffee stage. The arrival of World War II marked a big shift in Costa Rica's coffee. Before the country had been England's number one supplier of coffee, but with rationing and changing economic priorities, England stopped buying during the war. It was starting to seem like Costa Rica's golden age was coming to an end. By the 1980s, a blight hit Central America's coffee farms, killing millions of plants and stunning the industry for years to come. By the mid-1990s, coffee production had picked back up dramatically, but the price hadn't. It was clear that growing coffee in Costa Rica was not as profitable as it once was. Despite this drop in profitability, Costa Rica was still thriving, especially in the tourism and real estate markets. In fact, in the 2000s, farmers by the dozens started selling their farms near San Jose to real estate investors. This trend continues to this day, but Costa Rica doesn't show signs of stalling out yet. The country's coffee is still prized around the world. 
some of co- uh, Costa Rica's coffee growing facts. Less than 1% of the world's coffee supply comes from Costa Rica. Yet, with that in mind, it's still the world's 15th largest coffee producer. A quick look at a map reveals that Costa Rica isn't a very big country. It's about the size of West Virginia, but it does still have a high degree of geographical and climatic diversity. Coffee grown in the rainforest regions can be wildly different from coffee grown in the highlands. Costa Rican growers, they're also increasingly distinguishing themselves from other markets by growing more experimental and rare plant varieties, including something called SL-28 Geisha. That's G-E-I-S-H-A if you want to Google that. SL-28 Geisha. And even local genetic mutations such as the Villa Sarchi and Venecia. Venecia, I should say. Costa Rica also invented the honey processing method, a processing a processing style that's a sort of midway between washed and natural processes. By leaving some mucilage, but not the entire cherry. I guess that mucilage is the red part, which is the fleshy part of the bean or of the plant. On the beans, while they dry on large patios, farmers can give their beans a rich sweetness boost. Kind of neat. These days, honey processing can be found all over the Americas. What does Costa Rican coffee taste like? Well, coffee from Costa Rica can be quite diverse, but the country's coffee is well known on a general level for its lively acidity, lighter body, and smooth, sweet floral flavors. Terrazu—that's T-A-R-R-A-Z-U—is probably the most well-known growing region. Beans from this area have a particularly excited acidity that can catch even the best of coffee lovers by surprise. West Valley is lesser known, but the region consistently produces cup of excellent excellence winners, often growing coffee with a toffee sweetness, smooth flavor, and floral aromatics. Central Valley has the most distinct rainy and dry seasons, which allows producers to explore other processing methods. Natural processed coffees from here tend to have a milder acidity, heavier body, and bold aromatic flavors and sweetness. And just one more item here: Costa Rican coffee at a glance. The flavor. Generally lively acidity, lighter body, rich sweetness, and smooth aromatic flavors. The processing style: washed and honey. Main growing regions: Terrazu, West Valley, Central Valley, Tres Rios, and Heredia. Harvest: December through April. Costa Rica's reputation for quality is well deserved. Beans from here are typically winners, and we're proud to share the occasional offerings. With you, check out the single origin Costa Rican coffee. Just be sure to Google that to experience some of the best, most carefully roasted coffee that this Central American nation has to offer. Again, that's called single origin Costa Rican coffee. Be sure to Google that. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And if you don't have any reason to come to Costa Rica, just come for the coffee. For about twenty-five dollars, you can explore a coffee plantation. Takes about an hour and a half to two hours. Just Google that coffee plantations in Costa Rica, 
And at the end of the tour, you get to sit down and have a cup of coffee created with beans that have grown only 50 yards from where you were sitting. Hey, Pura Vida, thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.